Hello and welcome to the Healing Insight podcast episode six with me Sarah Hunt and me Jess Hunt. Welcome to today's podcast and um, today we are going to learn to fly. Ooh. Um, ooh, yeah, something different, something interesting. So this was an inspiration that I saw on Facebook that somebody had put up um, that we all need to learn to fly and it's an acronym for first love yourself. Ooh, exciting. Yeah, so um, loving yourself is so important. Um, putting yourself first is so important with absolutely everything that we do um, so that we uh, keep ourselves in that lovely, happy space. So what do you do, Jay, in the way of loving yourself? Um, um, I feel into what I, what I need in that moment. I so if I feel I need to take some time out or if I feel I need to read a book or I feel I need to go for a walk or I feel I need to do some painting that's what I do yeah a lot of people have commented to me in the past that that loving yourself is selfish but I feel that that is not the case at all because if you don't love yourself and look after yourself first of all then how can you support others around you? Yeah, and actually that brings up to, to mind, I'm sure many people, if you ever travelled on holiday, um, been on an aircraft, if you've been going abroad and they go through the whole safety, um, the safety demonstration of what should what you should do if things could, should go wrong, apart from scream. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and you get the oxygen mask bit where the oxygen mask comes down. They always say, put your own oxygen mask on first before helping anyone next to you. And the point being is that if you if you don't and you try helping someone else, then you potentially are going to pass out through lack of oxygen. So you're then not able to help anybody else. And I think there's a there's definitely a, a link here or a metaphor, whatever here. Yes, people see it as selfish, but actually if you're always giving, so think of it like a, think of it like a glass of water or a jug of water and that jug's full and you start giving to everyone else. You're putting everyone else first. You're pouring a bit of water in that person's glass. You're pouring a bit of water in that person's glass. You're putting a bit of water in that person's glass as you go through your day, through your week. If you don't put yourself first and refill your glass or your jug, then you, at some point, you will have nothing to give anyone else. You won't be able to give anyone else anything. Absolutely. And if you're giving all the time, then it it, um, it kind of grates, especially if you you haven't got the flow of of people giving back to you. And then you end up with anger and resentment sitting underneath things. And um, you feel like you're doing things because it's your duty to do something for somebody else or because you, you feel you have to rather than because you really want to. The, the joy goes out of it, doesn't it? Yeah. Well, we live in a universe of duality. 
north, south, up, down, left, right, give, receive. You know, it, it, it works both ways. It has to work both ways because it's about balance. Yes, absolutely. And keeping yourself in a place of balance um, is so important so that you can uh, deal with challenging situations that are presented to you, Um, because that's all part of your learning and your your development. But if you haven't looked after yourself, you're much more likely to react to a situation rather than take that step back, the deep breath, look at the whole situation and respond to it, aren't you? Yeah, and we've said that we've said that a number of times. You know, it's so important to respond to things rather than react, to get into the heart, at your heart center, and actually feel what you need to do rather than just go into that hot-headed moment of anger or, or reaction in in whatever way it turns out to be. Yeah, self-love to me is is so important, and and it's something that that Cosmic Heart has really taught me. Um, as I have um, journeyed with it and and it really is about learning to love yourself properly and um, unconditionally Um, and and I've certainly found a lot of fears in people about loving themselves and probably because of things that have happened to them in the past it's made them question whether they're actually worthy of that love but um, taking time out for yourself looking at what you actually need making sure that you're doing the things that make your heart sing is so important for you to feel fulfilled for you to feel happy and if you are feeling happy and fulfilled then that has a knock-on effect with everybody else it kind of ripples out doesn't it to everyone around you whereas Mm -hmm. if you're feeling really miserable and down because things aren't going right you're giving out to everybody everybody's having a piece of you and and there's no time for you then um that also ripples out to to everyone around you and can cause a lot of tension and upset and and things not quite going how they should do would you agree that 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 can happen yeah absolutely i mean whatever you do has a ripple effect um i think going back to the point you made about people are are scared of loving themselves or i think if you look at, at love in terms of the our human experience of it maybe where you know we learn love there might there might be a level of love that we are born with into into this experience but we learn love we learn love from the way that our parents are with us that our siblings are with us that our friends are with us as we go through life in those early years but if our our parents will only love us based on their experience of what they were shown as love as children um you know, mum, in, in our case, mum wasn't very good at expressing love in, in a physical sense, you know, hugs and cuddles. And she wasn't very uh, touchy-feely, contact. Doesn't mean she didn't love us. It just meant that she was using that on, uh, or she was expressing herself in the way that she felt comfortable or, or not, or uncomfortable, Um based on her experiences of love so yeah i mean looking at yourself and learning to love yourself particularly if you haven't come from a what some people might might uh, uh, regard as a loving background a loving family 
then that can have an effect. But also the other side, if you come from a family that's too much touchy-feely and too, that can also be smothering. So it depends on where you are. And, and also, you know, we have our own journey here as well. So it's not just about what, how others are with us, although that does have an impact and an influence, but it's then how we react or respond to it, bringing it back to that, that then defines or dictates the route we start to take in terms of our own version of self-discovery. Does, does that make sense? Or am I, I'm, I'm, I'm just... Yes, it, it makes sense. <laughs> I'd like to just pick up on your point about learning love. And I think, you know, um, if there, there is a lot of misunderstanding of what unconditional love is. Mm -hmm. um, and that doesn't mean that someone can walk all over you. And, you know, sometimes you have to really kind of stand up to people, but it, it's, it's love without conditions. And when you learn love, you learn about love, you know, it can be um, a lot of the time, it can be quite conditional mm -hmm. um, the, the, the way that it, that it comes over. And it's interesting that you brought up mum because you know, Simon said to me many years ago, that's for those of you that, that don't know, that's one of our other brothers. He said to me, we are our parents until we stop and think. And the other day I was having um, a conversation with my daughter, Alice, and she said to me, mum, I suddenly realised I was you. <laughs> like, what do you mean? And she said, I was speaking to my daughter, Alicia, and she said, um, the words that came out of my mouth sounded just like you and and we laughed about it because I said yeah I remember times when you were small and I would holler at you and think oh my goodness I sound like my mother so <laughs> you know and um so so it's just um, a good example really of how we learn behaviors from from those around us mm -hmm. and um if we don't actually stop and think then we just continue that behavior yeah. so if we've learned certain things relating to what makes us feel loved um or how to express love or how not to express love then unless we stop and think about that we actually just continue the same thing um and and teach our children um and those around us the same as we learned whereas if we take that step back and think about it and think well what does that actually mean am I really expressing love here or am I expecting the person to behave in a certain way in order to receive love? What am I teaching my children about what love really is? Mm. Um, and I think, you know, it's really good to look at a really small child or a baby um, because they, they just know how to express love unconditionally and they just have that knowing but then as as they grow up things happen that kind of um subconsciously put put barriers in there that, it, that it's you know you're in trouble if you don't do what you're told and that can make them feel unloved does that make sense yeah depending yeah. on how the person that's dealing with them then deals with that situation and I think you're right about expressing love as well. Some people um, find it very difficult to express love. Maybe that's because of the experience, well, it will be because of the experiences that they've had. And, and, and maybe, you know, 
um, how their own parents were. Um, so that makes so that can then make it very difficult for them to express love. And sometimes people who have grown up in a situation where love isn't easily expressed um, may go the complete opposite and and be that smothering type that that's kind of over the top and 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 got to say I love you all the time and and knowing that someone loves you doesn't have to be said it it can just be in the way that they treat you in the way that they um are around you does that make sense so it, it hasn't got to be a big I love you thing like on Valentine's Day. Look, Valentine's Day is is just it, it takes things to an absolute extreme, the wrong extreme to me, because it's all about the commercialization of it. But actually, when you really love someone, you um you show them respect. And it's the same for yourself. And I'm a firm believer that you can't truly love anybody else unless you love yourself. Absolutely. Um, and so showing yourself love and showing yourself respect um, and recognizing what you need in, is as important as um, recognizing that for all those that are around you that, that are important in your life. Yeah. And I think going back to, on, on, to relate, on relationships, um, lots of people that I've spoken to over the years with, with the coaching side of things have, the, the conversation has come up in, with relationships at some point. And there's a very common feeling that relationships should be 50, 50, you know, we should be equal. We should be. And I, I actually disagree with that 50, 50 part. I think it should be, well, actually, well, okay. I'll say the first part and then I'm going to add a second part to it. Firstly, I think it should be hundred percent, hundred percent not 50-50. You should be yourself putting everything you've got to give into that relationship. That's right for you to put into that relationship. If we take it to the unconditional level, then it should be 100-0. You should be prepared to put 100% of of yourself into that relationship as appropriate without any expectation of anything in return. Yeah. And when you have no expectation of anything in return, you're allowing the other person to be themselves. Yes. And and a lot of the issues that I help clients with, with the energy healing is, is where there's that imbalance and somebody's wanting to change somebody, not realizing that actually the change needs to come within. And so if, if they're looking at their partner um, or a child that's misbehaving, that they need to go inward first of all and think, where's this coming from? What am I actually being shown? Um, and um, you're, you're right that there needs to be that that giving, but it's to me a relationship needs to be a partnership because it, it needs to recognise that we're all equal. It doesn't matter what our journey is. It doesn't matter what our role is. We're all equal. And therefore, we all equally deserve to be treated with kindness, with love, with respect. Um, and, and that then empowers people to be their true self. And, and this is something that, that we really need to be um, 
especially as we're moving forward and we're moving more into a, a heart-led way of, of being, it's about becoming our authentic selves and accepting ourselves as we are. Um, and, and I had quite a conversation with um, a friend the other day we were talking about um, Louise Hay and how Louise Hay um, always said that, you know, look in the mirror each day and tell yourself that you love yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's quite a difficult thing to do. <laughs> you know, it is because, you know, we, we tend to look at the, the, the negative parts of us um, and, and we, you know, we're, we're kind of programmed. A lot of people are programmed. To, to only look skin deep and not to look beneath that. Um, and especially ourselves, you know, the, there will have been experiences that affect how we feel about ourselves. And, um, and anyway, we had this conversation and then she was telling me how um, she'd have to have a hip replacement and she's quite young to have had a hip replacement. Um, and it, um, I think it was after a skiing accident um, so it was a few years ago, and she actually started talking to her hip replacement and to her hip and um, asking her body to accept the hip replacement because without it, she wouldn't have been able to walk. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was like, mm, this is interesting. And then she said, do you talk to your body? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I hadn't really thought about it. thought about it. So she said to me, it's um she finds it really helpful to to talk to her body and tell her body that she loves her body as well because she said our bodies are amazing um if you think about what they do without us consciously being aware of what they do for us each day even when they're we feel like they're failing us they're still Mm -hmm. doing amazing things and it's it kind of struck me that that is part of loving ourselves as well because it you know I've always had a thing about my hair being curly um and and because it can frizz and I suddenly thought you know what I need to just accept that that's how my hair is and you know sometimes I have a real bad hair day when I get up and I look like crystal tips out of crystal tips and Alistair for those of you that can remember the cartoon which shows my age um but that's okay because it's part of what makes up me the authentic me yeah does does that make sense so I'm kind of I'm working on talking to my body at the moment um for for the little aches and pains that appear every now and then so it's like talking to my body and and telling it that I love it and then kind of saying right okay now can you show me what it is that's that's causing this problem what's triggered that but but this is about me now starting to love myself on a deeper level starting to understand that that I need to be really connected with myself. Yeah, Does that make yeah, sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, so it's kind of taking it to the next level, if you like. Yeah, I think it's it's difficult to face yourself sometimes. You know, like you were saying about, um, you know, we always look at the negative of ourselves and we only look skin deep. I think I've said this before, but I think one of the most scary things we can do as a human experience is look at ourselves and be open and honest with ourselves and love ourselves warts and all. You know, none of us are, are perfect in inverted commas. You know, we're not 
we've all got things that we can improve on. We've all got a journey to follow to find ourselves. And I think it is scary for a lot of people. Um, I know it was for me when I first, and you know, I'm, I'm by no means am I, uh, at the end of my journey of loving myself, I still have hang-ups and still have things that grate on me and that I suddenly realise that I'm going down that whole negative self-talk thing for something that's triggered me. And the beauty of it is, though, that now when you when we've started down that route, we come to a place of awareness, at least awareness of what we're saying to each other, to, to, each other, to ourselves, Um we can then recognize, whoa, hang on a minute. I'm going down that route. Okay. Let's just take a deep breath. Let's respond, not react. Let's yeah. take that time out to look at, okay, so why is that come up? What What is it that's still holding that as a problem for me? And like you say, adding that extra dimension of talking to your body and saying, okay, Jez, you know, you're okay. You're, your frizzy hairs, because my hair goes frizzy as well if I grow it too long. Um <laughs> you know, your hair's okay or, or whatever it is and having that talk with yourself and then looking within and deeper to see what it is about yourself that's stopping you from loving that part of you. Absolutely. And I would agree with you. It takes great courage to look at yourself mm. and to go within. It, you know, it's so easy to, to point the finger at everybody else. But, you know, one of the things I was taught as a child was when you point your finger, you've got, three fingers pointing back at you <laughs> um, and that always stuck with me um, because it, it's so true and it, it's so important for us to understand that everything that goes on around us in our outer world is bringing to our attention the things that need to be addressed for us not only that though it's bringing to us our attention the positive things so when you meet someone that you really get on with that's highlighting to you all the positive things you like about yourself mm -hmm. that you've come to, to learn and understand about yourself and love yeah. about yourself. Equally, when you meet someone that really irritates you, that's flagging up to you that these parts of you, you're not loving and, and you need to address those issues and, and look at them. And, you know, some of the most irritating people can be your greatest teachers if you're willing to take that deep breath and look within you and say, where's this coming from? Why is this being reflected to me? Yeah. Is it something that's that, that's being reflected to me or am I projecting something out that's creating this? Because my soul wants me to look at this and to understand that from this respect, I'm not fully loving myself. Yeah. And it doesn't mean you have to be best friends with that person. It's just that they're showing you something um, that just just pointing out to you and saying, hey, look at this. You know, you're... yes, absolutely. But it's learning to recognize yeah, yeah. that that's what they're doing. And that might be your boss at work or it might be a cousin or it might be the man across the street um, just flagging these things up to you that 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 you need to address. And so, you know, um, healing relationships with other people from my perspective is a really important thing and a, and a large part of the work that I do and that's not just intimate relationships it's relationships with children it's relationships with people at work it's relationships with people at school um, it's it's any relationships where there's an issue really um, because as you heal those relationships by healing yourself it has um a, a big ripple effect 
on on everyone around you it shifts and changes the energies um so that you respond to people in a different way and so they then respond to you in a different way which then affects you know kind of affects the way that they they uh, move forward as well so um learning to love ourselves is is the key part of um our evolving um as human beings and as spiritual beings having a human existence or a human experience um and and to me it's the most important part of being on the planet as well uh, you know that our primary relationship needs to be with ourselves and and as we learn to love ourselves more we find that it's a lot easier to draw in really loving relationships whether that's in friendships whether that's an intimate relationship whether that's um our relationship with our children but as the more that we learn to love ourselves unconditionally the easier it is to draw in loving loving relationships yeah absolutely um so in terms of that then so i mean you and i you and i have both uh gone through a process of awareness in terms of being more aware of what's going on around us and and being able to stop ourselves and say oh hang on a minute that's interesting so for someone who might be listening to this now who's maybe not as self-aware or then what sorts of things can they do? Well, what sort of things would you recommend that they did that might just help them understand and start really starting to get aware of what's going on? Um, I think it may be um, diarising issues that mm-hmm. are coming up and seeing if there's any patterns, you know, or, or just noticing how their relationships are you know if they've got trouble with somebody at work just keeping a note of what's going on what's what's going on here what is it that that's upsetting me why is it that that they seem to be not happy with what I'm doing do you know what I mean it's kind of just starting to look at what's actually going on here and sometimes just writing a diary getting a notebook and having it as a as a a journal or a a diary however you want to call it um, is a way of actually just getting that down and, and into a form where you can look back at it and think, oh, hang on a minute, there's a bit of a pattern here. Yeah. Yeah. I... You know, because if, if we don't heal things, they follow us. Yeah, funny that. <laughs> you know, yeah, funny that. Um, and, and I've certainly experienced that where I thought, oh, I've had enough of this job. I've, I've had enough of this boss. I'm, I feel like I'm being bullied or, or whatever it was. And I've certainly been bullied at work. Um, time to change jobs I'll change jobs and then the thing I get the similar sort of thing with a different person yeah and this is because the universe is trying to flag up to my attention that there's something that needs healing in me to stop me drawing in that kind of situation so you you know it, it doesn't matter where you are in the world where you go in the world what job you're in if you don't address the issues they will follow you until they smack you in the face so bit so hard that you have no choice but to deal with them. Yeah, and actually that raises a very good point in that the one person you can't run away from is you. Yeah, absolutely. But but you know, an awful lot of us, I've done it myself. We all do. We do it. Yeah. Absolutely, we do it because it's a scary thing to do, as you were saying earlier, to actually go 
actually, I can be like that. Mm-hmm. You know, um, actually, yeah, I've done things like that. And, and it's then learning to forgive yourself um, for, the, for the things that you've done that you feel weren't perhaps your most momentous <laughs> in the right kind of way um behaviors that you had and 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 then i come across people that that say to me oh i can't forgive myself or i can't forgive him for for whatever um and that then kind of flags up to me that there's a misunderstanding about forgiveness and this is maybe a topic that we need to go into on more detail at some point but forgiveness to me is not about condoning what's been um been done but it's or said it's about letting go of the the negative energy that's created because of that because the person that you're hurting the most is yourself yeah if you can't forgive somebody and it it's actually a way of loving yourself as well by by um and it's one of the most loving things that you can do um unconditionally loving it doesn't mean that that you're saying that it's okay what happened it's just saying i don't want all this toxic negativity surrounding me that relates to that episode that happened yeah yeah brilliant well hopefully uh i've I've, again you know we could talk about this for hours and we're at the end of the end of the time again um but uh, hopefully that's been helpful to to the listeners um in terms of loving yourself and, and actually it's not a selfish act it's probably it, it's actually a selfless act absolutely you know it's one of the most selfless things that you can do um yeah. loving yourself because it, it puts you in a place where you're then able to to love others and um allow others to love you as well yeah which is which is an important part of being human absolutely so if anyone, if you've got any questions, please feel free to contact us and, uh, you know, we're happy to talk to you if you need, if you need help or support or just a bit of understanding about how to love yourself more. So learn to fly is the, is the theme of the day. So absolutely. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from him. Mm-hmm.